0: this might get weird. Hey y'all, it's Mamrie here and before we get rolling or at least hopefully rolling, I'm here to remind you that this week's episode is actually the second half of a big long episode we recorded at the same time. So uh, put yourself in the position that I just foraged and Grace just watched Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and that motherfucker cool Aaron just ate a hot dog while maintaining eye contact with me. I swear to God, what a crazy first
1: half of the podcast. Here is the second. Uh, we were also around a lot of children. We went to the Harlem Globetrotters. Right. I saw that. You, I mean, yeah. last time I went was with you. Yes. Last time we went was a few years ago with Tyler and Scott, Scott yeah, from Pentatonix, which one of the greatest moments was when one of the Globetrotters saw Scott in the audience and like stopped and just mouthed, I love you. Yes. to
0: Yes. <laughs> it was the best.
1: I love you. It was like Big Easy or someone. Uh, how it was, was it? Because it was great. if you
0: guys, I mean, I'm sure you know what the Globetrotters are, but like, oh, uh, it's he, it doesn't I, change that
1: much. No, it's, it's incredible <laughs> that they're still touring. It was They were in Ontario, Canada, uh, which is like an hour away from here. Oh, wow. You
0: guys drove to Ontario.
1: Yeah, because they were going to be in L.A., but we were doing Patreon stuff. And I was like, I don't mm. think i would make it on time. Uh, and I'm kind of curious to see what it's like outside of Los Angeles because I'd uh-huh. only been in Los Angeles. And um, yeah, so I slid into DMs and I was like if this doesn't work because they follow me on Twitter I got our tickets last
0: time by sliding into their DMs
1: I think from last time they followed us on Twitter this is Uh what like four or five years ago or something a solid four yeah and so I was like I've been having I've been striking out with DM sliding and so (sighs) I was like please 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 let this work and then they they finally got back um, because I was like Elliot and I didn't really plan anything for Valentine's Day so I was like if this works this will be like a Valentine's Day thing and he's never been before and they finally got back and they're like oh we're so excited to have you we have courtside tickets for you for okay. which game you want to go to and I was like oh, I don't know if I can handle courtside tickets courtside
0: Trotters." yeah
1: and I told Elliot I was like so we technically have courtside tickets to the Harlem globetrotters and he was like yes yes I'm I want I want those I want those and mm-hmm. I want to go so uh yeah we went and it was but that's a lot of pressure in the yeah. vein of like oh what if anxiety
0: flares up or Ugh. something happens and we're like we want to leave right and then there's two empty courtside seats right i
1: was like i don't want to be in the middle yeah. but i also don't want to see i ungrateful by being like we don't need courtside like so i was just like that sounds great thank you so much we're so excited and we get there and we go to the uh will call and it takes them like forever to find our tickets oh, no. and I, they were like um would it be under any name who got you the tickets i was like i'm twitter. a guest. i was like twitter i they tweeted at me and told me that i have tickets it was so lame Oh my god! and she's like okay let me um let me see and then they finally had them and i'm just like kind of heart palpitations and we go in it's very you know moderately attended it was sparse it was, i saw your instagram yeah. stories it was sparse it's sparse and it's bright so i was like dear god please don't let us be like front and center and also you just forget how many kids are at this event it's all a children's children. event. Yeah, we look like creeps walking mm-hmm. in without a child. But thank God they gave us like seats all the way at the end of the uh, courtside row. But still immediately so insane. They're also incredibly punctual. Like they start this show yeah. at seven o'clock. They finish like an hour and a half exactly later. Yes. It goes so much faster than I remember it going. It's also... That I, is the only beneficial uh, thing about a children's event. Yes, they really get those kids in and out and ready for like bath time or bedtime or whatever children do. And uh, we get there and then like the lights go out and they immediately like they introduce all of the players and Elliot's like losing his mind because he truly has no idea. He'd never seen him. He had never, he understood the, like who they are, but not really like to any extent. Mm-hmm. And I forget also just how much of a play it is. It's theater. It's, it's a full scripted show. It's truly like, hey, do you like basketball
0: and acting? Is Space Jam your favorite film? <laughs> yeah,
2: I- Exactly. Do then you, have we
0: got the event for you. Yeah.
1: Do you like medieval times but hate all that medieval stuff? Like, mm-hmm. what if we put basketballs in it and, you know, you could pay for your food? What? It's the Wizards, right? That's their rival the team? The Generals. The Generals. Yeah, the Generals are their rival team. Spoiler alert, it was a tie game up until the very end every time it's amazing and there's like two guys that are mic'd on the harlem globetrotters that are you know narrating the whole thing yes. and starting all the bits and because we were courtside <laughs> i was like please dear god don't let a pull bit you up start here or pull me up and we were kind of out of the the you know main area the whole time thank god and then um they do all this kinds of stuff kids are just losing their goddamn right. minds they do a whole series about um tell the truth like that someone fouled someone and they weren't saying the truth and so they had the whole audience chanting tell the truth scary it's it a little culty scary <laughs> that moment, it's a little too scary for me and that comes back many times uh and then that halftime they had this local dance company see that's all that matters that's i told ellie i was like the last time i went i remember seeing this like amazing little dance troupe uh-huh. at the halftime and they were really great this dance troupe in ontario oh, no. Slim Pickens Oh damn but, you Sorry know, Ontario Sorry listeners. Ontario It was Those girls danced their heart out The best that they could What song did they use It's like a royalty free song No they don't even get to use The real one It wasn't You couldn't really hear this song And also there was like Two different sets of girls And the first set Were the younger girls And they just do a lot of spins And yeah. that's about it And then the second set Is the older girls And they do a little bit More advanced spinning But not something But they're just so nervous Like this is their big performance I can't imagine Imagine
0: doing a oh. uh, you know a full dance routine in a professional in, Arena.
1: in the Toyota Arena in Ontario during Ugh. the halftime of the Harlem Globe Trailers Washington Generals game. Oh, that's the peak of your dance career. Truly, They were, they were so sweet. They were so bad at dancing, but they were so, so sweet. And then the mascot comes out, which is yeah, like the Globehead. Yeah, Globy or whatever they call him. And then I remember all of a sudden I started getting flashbacks of the last time we saw him. The Globy. for whatever reason, we couldn't understand what the bit was. It starts dancing and then it does all this crazy dancing. Yeah. And then it literally just, starts throwing itself on the ground it just starts face planning on the ground everywhere and the kids next to us started getting like very scared (laughs) (laughs) there were like these three brothers next to us and they were very concerned and i look over and Elliot's literally as concerned as these three little brothers he's like you guys too much if you don't know what we're talking about
0: just Google oh. globe guy from Harlem Globetrotters. It's it insane. Is, it looks like he's killing himself. It's And you hear the
1: smack <laughs> sound every time he face plants. It was so intense. Oh my anyway, God. it was a great game. Uh, during the second half, one of the players fell into us like on our laps. That's and fun. Very fun. Very he sweaty? He was very sweaty. Ugh. But also, <laughs> I just got immediately panicked that this was a bit and a bit was starting in front of us. Meanwhile, Elliot's like holding him being like, are you okay, man? Are you okay? Because he's so into it at that point. You're
0: like, elliot everything is scripted i know
1: and i was like get up go away please i don't want anything to happen
0: here yeah, that oh. that worries me with the courtside and all that
1: when yeah. like, a
0: basketball player is giving their all that they full on like just run into the stands.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, they I was waiting. They didn't do my favorite bit, which is where they think you think they're going to throw a bucket of water on and someone it's, and it's confetti and it's confetti. They didn't do that. I was <gasps> waiting for that the whole time. Did yeah. anyone get pants? No one got pants. What? I know. I think they updated the script a little bit. Oh, um, no. Yeah. But they did bring a dad out into the uh, from the audience and they brought him onto center court. And one of the main guys was like, Just follow my lead and he's like a goofy literally like goofy character. Yeah start doing like a chicken wall. And he starts doing weird dances and then all of a sudden all the lights go out and a spotlight comes up and they start doing like let it go and he like picks the dad up and starts spinning him (laughs) around in this spotlight and Elliot and I lost our minds. I was like this is perfect. This is art. This is theater. Were you any type of fucked up? Yeah we we weren't totally sober so it was but it was and that made it even more incredible. We were basically acting like children there. It was so fun. Yes. Um, but yeah, and then a, a, an hour and a half goes by and they're like, thank you guys for coming. And that's it. They rush everyone out of oh, there. They're gone. And Elliot's just <laughs> sitting there being like, that's it? That was I of wonder, it? like, what does a Harlem Globetrotter make? They make $73,000 a year. We how Googled do you know it. this? We Googled it. We both were sitting there and I look over at him and I'm like, I wonder how much they make. He's like, I was wondering the same thing. Now, question. Yeah. Is it year round? I don't know. Because I think they because they definitely go abroad and stuff yeah they go abroad they do a lot of appearances and a lot of like school assemblies Uh and stuff like that um but they played two games that day and won the next day and i don't know where they were heading off to next they could do it in their sleep yeah they and some of them really do some of them were phoning it in I i was like get into your character hey ref he cheated yeah Oh, it's so the, good. Yeah, one guy gets up on the, the glass on top of the hoop, and he's just like, I'm not getting down. And it was so half-hearted. Yep. And I was like, commit to this bit. Truly. But it I w- was great. I would like to see if, like, the day
0: they have auditions for Globetrotters. Right. right? You know, where it's like, they, who, you, how they are they given sides? Do you prepare a monologue?
1: Yeah, because some of them, I mean, they have a full script memorized and only a couple of them are mic'd. And so I really want to know about, I was like, if there was a documentary on this, I'd watch the crap out of I it. I
0: wrote down documentary on Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> Into my notes to see
1: if, like, to look up to uh-huh. see if there was one the other day. I was fascinated by all of the BTS of it. It was, Ugh. yeah, it was very curious, but it was very fun, very romantic, very Valentine's Day. I love it. Uh, and it was just, like, so many children. At one point, halfway through the show, they start doing the YMCA, and they invite everyone from any kid that wants to come on the uh, the basketball no, court no that'll take forever to clear because oh, uh, kids it got scared and then when they saw other kids doing it suddenly all of them started descending mm-hmm. onto the court but they keep such a quick time stamp that They're as soon as the song ended they were like and everyone please leave the court <laughs> oh, and <no>. then the <laughs> globe just come out and start playing while kids are still trying <laughs> like wondering where to go yeah why do we still have to do the ymca i don't no, it's. I, what's funny is we also watched this documentary about this factory in uh, Dayton, Ohio that um, closed down and then was bought by this um, Chinese company. And so they reopened it. And an American factory. Is it yeah. one that Obama produced? Yes. Yeah. And uh, we started watching that. And in that, uh, at one point, all of like the executives, the American executives, fly over to China to see how they're running their factories over there. And they put on this insane, grandiose night for all of the employees it's like a giant talent show but everyone that's performing is from the factory oh wow and it's nuts <clears throat> like the extent then they do like six weddings all at the same time of people that are getting married that work in the factory it's okay. so overblown and then they have the americans who had to prep something come out and they just go on stage and do the ymca for oh, everyone in the audience i hate it so much <laughs> sorry spoilers it's a, it's a fascinating documentary i'm gonna say
0: if i could never have to hear songs again. You know, yeah. if you're like, here's the three songs you never have to hear again. Yeah. They are retired. YMCA would be on one of them. Oh,
1: really? Yeah. I
0: just like it that much. Yeah,
1: it's um it's just uh it's not my jam. No, yeah. it's really not. Y'all, let's face it. We're getting old.
0: This brain is starting to go. So I need to make sure that I keep it in shape, which is why I am going to play best fiends. Best Fiends is a great way to engage your brain while also enjoying breathtaking visuals and a gripping story. Plus it's just like really cute. The characters are bugs and the antagonists are slugs. You know I love a good story of good and evil. (laughs) And you're not going to get tired playing with it because Best Fiends updates the game monthly with new levels and events, so it's never going to get old. Honestly, when I bust out the Best Fiends, it is hard for me to come back from it. Unfortunately for me, a lot of times I start playing it when I'm on the toilet and then I realize I've been on the toilet for 20 minutes. Ah! Another cool thing about Best Fiends is that it doesn't require the internet to play. So whether you're on the subway headed to work or you're on a plane or you're at your grandma's house and you just can't figure out her 40-character Wi-Fi password, you can still hang out with your best veins engage your brain with fun puzzles, and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over a 100 million downloads, this five-star rated game is gonna get you Also, a download of Best Fiends is free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. So go get you some new Best Fiends, y'all. Oh, my God. Did you hear there's going to be a Fiends reunion?
2: Today we have support from Glossier. I'm very, very excited about this company. I love their products. I don't clean my face as best or as often as I should, but they have been helping me out because they have this milky cleanser that is so, it's actually called Milky Jelly Cleanser. It is so creamy and luxurious and it just makes washing your face actually um, enjoyable, dare I say. It washes out all the excess oil, dirt, makeup, it's gentle on your eyes and it's great for all skin types, and it's packaged really pretty, so by proxy, you feel like a fancy, capable lady. Uh, also, I love Glossier because they have products that people are obsessed with. In 2015, Glossier asked their community, what's your dream face wash? And they took hundreds of responses that they got and they used it as inspiration and went to work. And a year later, the Milky Jelly Cleanser was released. And now, you guys, get ready. This is exciting. You can get glowy, dewy skin for yourself by visiting glossier.com slash podcast slash Weird. Learn more and take the quiz to find your ultimate Glossier skincare routine. And all new customers will get 10% off their first order on glossier.com slash podcast slash weird. Again, Glossier spelled G L O S S -S I E R dot com slash podcast slash weird. Certain exclusions apply.
0: What was I going to say? Well, while you were in the Toyota Center. Yeah, listen, seeing the Harlem Globetrotters. Mm-hmm. I was in the Honda Center, seeing uh, the Man from Yonkers DMX. Oh yes, how did that go? It was great. So we're going for uh, for Melissa's birthday. Uh-huh. It's a group of us headed there. She was like, you know, this is my Melissa. She was like, you guys, DMX tickets are twenty dollars. Like she's got such a <laughs> gruff voice. She's like, we can't afford not to go. <laughs>
1: we're getting, we're making money. We're by making going. money.
0: So anyway we go down uh I'm like let's let's go to a bar nearby I'll research there's nothing nearby except a tilted kilt oh right so I was like how about the tilted kilt and I and I was like I just I don't know what the crossover of like DMX fans and like people who are into Scottish Highlands are so it won't be that busy (laughs) she attempts to have us all meet at Trader Sam's like the tiki bar at Uh Disneyland which wasn't near the venue Uh and it had a line and the second we got there I was like what why don't we go to the Tilted Kilt? She's like, great idea. I was like, Bitch, that was my idea three days ago. Anyway, we go. It was everything we had remembered from Arizona. Uh, Literally every single waitress had apps. Wow. I don't
1: understand. It is. Yeah, it's very intimidating because they're beautiful, beautiful humans. Yes, they are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so anyway, we have some drinks at the Tilted Kilt before we go over because I'm Love. like, there's no way they're starting on time
1: yeah yeah last
0: time i saw dmx he came out so late that they cut him off in the middle of his set because of noise ordinance and so like he ended by just having a mic that (laughs) was no longer working (laughs) it's no harlem globetrotters no truly not so anyway we get there Mm -hmm. and uh i knew our seats weren't going to be great because they were 20 bucks but like uh, we go and they are like 10th from the top From the back. (laughs) Yes. And I'm like, I haven't sat this back at a show in a long time, but it's fine. You know, it's whatever. Except that clearly like ticket sales were bad and they tried Uh to produce this show. Oh, it's oh, by the way, it's DMX Uh opening for. Ashanti and Ja rule together. Oh, so, it so wasn't it's a big even, one. But
1: it wasn't DMX's show. He was the opener. Well, it was like, no, it was one of those like legends of hip hop oh, or whatever.
0: Okay, and, okay. But I didn't know the first couple acts. Gotcha. So that I was like, you guys, another round at the kilt. <laughs> I don't I don't know that da- Baby or whatever the opening act was. <laughs> so we get there and DMX comes out. Which by the way The guy that introduced him They did that thing Where they had like Clearly a local radio station oh.
1: DJ come
0: out And like talk in between Which okay. was like And try to get the Everyone hyped Which was awkward But
1: that always ruins momentum It sucks Just yeah. play music Yeah Just play music Yeah 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 um, But so anyway He introduced
0: DMX As just going like All the way from the east coast DMX I was like that's, That's it. it. <laughs> That's me and the girl besides, us, we were like, wow, he took a five hour flight. Like
1: it's so lame. It's so lame.
0: He comes out and we realize they really cut corners because they've got one screen behind uh-huh. uh, behind the stage, which uh-huh. is like, you know, not massive. OK. And it just says his name on it. They have no screens to like show <laughs> close ups of him singing. Really? So we're just like
1: watching an ant. Bark. So you're just squinting, assuming it's DMX on the stage. Right, it's just a
0: screensaver of like money falling over (laughs) the name DMX, and DMX coming out and being like, "Get out the go." (laughs) Oh no! So we're so we're both. I'm like we're all kind of getting into it. Yeah. I mean, Melissa's on mushrooms. We're having a good time. Yeah,
1: everyone's feeling themselves. It's all
0: it's all good. But I was just like oh right yeah going to a show and having seats in the back when there aren't
1: screens to see yeah it is pointless it changes the viewing experience oh absolutely pointless but (laughs) at least the tickets only 20 bucks
0: yeah they're only 20 bucks no big deal um but (laughs) fucking dmx he plays like uh you know, up in here and yeah. all his, all the hits, all the hits. And then he plays up in here and we all look around. We're like, that's gotta be his closer. Right. Like, yeah. you we know, don't, that's the, his biggest one. Yeah. Right. And then he gives like a 15 minute speech about God. Oh no. And then he sings a new song <gasps> that's kind of slow about God oh. and then leaves. Oh gosh. That's- I was like in the previous song I say, I mean like, Tonight, I sang your lyric, I've got blood on my dick because I fucked a corpse. (laughs) And now you just told me to come to God. Oh, no. It was a weird turn. Wow. I mean, I guess it's like maybe he is... (sighs) found God and he's also in a lot of debt so he's yeah. just like, I just gotta go play these shows even though this isn't my type of music anymore.
1: Yeah, I guess if you're like, I'll give them what they want and then I'm gonna do what I want. Oh, X gonna give it to you. He <laughs> gonna give you a goddamn sermon. Yeah. It was so weird. That's very cringy at that point. Then you're like, you have to read the room. Yeah, it was just like,
0: <laughs> no, like, give me that sermon while I yeah. go get another beer and yes. then end with X gonna give it to you. Yeah. Or yeah. up in here. Bring
1: it back around. Sandwich it inside something that everyone can enjoy right yeah so that was
0: weird and then Rule and ashante come out
1: and they have so many hits it like blew my mind oh yeah i guess i forget because they have their own hits yeah what are you ready is that one of them no what's that one are you ready that's Rule with j-lo oh that's j-lo okay yeah okay um
0: because he's on a bunch of J-Lo stuff, right. which is funny because then like they each did their own thing and uh-huh. then they'd come together. But so Joe ja Rule is just like a, a featured rapper on so many songs yeah. that he just did his one verse from those songs in... <laughs> So he did like his one verse from Can I Get a, the Jay Z song, his one verse from Yeah Are You Ready, his one, and it was just like okay, and we're moving on to the next song. Got it. Okay. And it's just his own <clears throat> remix that he made himself yes. on stage. It was like someone kind of spliced them together. Oh,
1: I remember we were at some event. I uh, I was with Chester and he was opening for Jaw Rule. At, yeah, at this weird business convention thing. Oh my God, none of it made sense. And afterwards, he went up to ja Rule rule because he had heard that Ja Rule actually wrote no scrubs but he went up to him and he couldn't he he couldn't think of what to say so he's just like hey man did you actually write no scrubs and Ja Rule goes nah (laughs) and that's it (laughs) and he just walked away from him (laughs) (laughs) he fucking fucking got cool errand (laughs) exactly (laughs) that's that's my six degrees of separation from Ja Rule nah nah. (laughs) I'm mean, cool, cool, cool. Oh, it's so embarrassing. No follow-up um, questions. They were all about Scrubs.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, it was so weird. Like Ashanti came out and she sounded great. Yeah. Um, she had on like glasses and a big ponytail and like a like a kind of neon bomber jacket, cool. shorty shorts, and she like danced and stuff. She committed. Mm-hmm. Um, like she actually had two backup dancers. Cool. Like Dmx just walked around stage by himself. <laughs> At one point, Dmx climbed a speaker and just stood up there and talked. <laughs> like not even not. Even even moving it was just it, it killed me our friend scotty was like the stage presence on this guy like it was just like there was one spotlight tr- like following him very easily oh no but yeah. anyway Yeah, the only lighting they had was one spotlight, one spotlight, which they traded back and forth between Ashanti and Ja Rule. (laughs) Like when they were both on
1: stage, only one of them was in the spot. Wow. I mean, this is the kind of production where you're going to make the most amount of money because you haven't hired or added any flair to the show. And it wasn't,
0: I mean, it it was about as full as a Globetrotters. Oh, tough. What killed me, though, as a performer Uh and someone who like always thinks about like what's the going the extra mile yeah ashanti's out there in her outfit and then ja rule does his one verse medley yeah she comes back out like you know to a big uh sound effect Uh huh. No costume change. Oh, what I was like, all you had to do was change your jacket.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is easy peasy. You don't, like,
0: re-enter without, like, a different look.
1: Without even, like, a new prop or something. You don't, like, like, descend stairs without a a new boa (laughs) or something like that. You should, you know, stage manage this production. Honestly, (laughs) Grace, it it
0: got to a song she was singing. Oh, I can't remember what it was. But the screen went to... Uh, you know, Ken Burns effect, obviously just the slow moving of a picture. Uh, It was just five pics. I counted them five pictures of her in a bikini (laughs) from a vacation (laughs) that were unflattering angles and done with like a phone.
2: Wow. And it just Ken
0: Burns effect, the same five photos. Oh man. Like, it redid itself like fifteen times. Do you think as it like, played behind her? It was not even. It was like crudely. Uh, Ken's burns. I was like, I can change your life, Ashanti.
1: This is yeah. <laughs> Let me I, stage
0: manage. <gasps> I don't have any
1: real skill sets in like uh, Photoshop or editing, but I got some better than this. (laughs) Honestly, I wonder if like their stage manager like quit the week before they went on tour and took all of the media with them. Yeah, it's like good Good luck. Try and do this without me. And hurry, let's take a couple photos in a bikini. Yeah, and she's like dropping and dragging them into Final Cut. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Ashanti (laughs) learns Photoshop. (laughs) I'd watch that series. Me too. Yeah, it was it was super fun. And, you know, at that point, you just have to like give in to how ridiculous it is because it's like that sounds oh man oh no but at that point you're up in the nosebleed
0: so hard that you feel like you're tilting over Yeah, and then Melissa's on mushrooms being like dancing
1: and I'm like we gotta go yeah this is gonna end badly oh I
0: forgot to tell you on the way in Uh um, Melissa is trying to go through security and she has a mini backpack yeah and they're like sorry you can't bring it in here she's like but it's my purse it's very small and they're like nope and so I bring my purse which Uh is just a black little, little purse Yeah, and I go it's same size as mine he goes put yours right there there is an outline a chalk outline (gasps) on the table the size of like if if a pack of altoids died and they did a chalk outline around (laughs) it and he goes if it doesn't fit in that you have to check it
1: weird it's literally the size
0: of like a wallet outline i've I've never Never heard that yeah so then it's just a line of pissed off women with trying to get into dmx (laughs) with all of their normal size purses being like what the fuck and this poor woman named debbie (laughs) having to take everyone's purses (laughs) and attitude
1: oh no who who makes you check a purse wow everything about this sounds Pretty bad. (laughs) It was rough. I still, again, I had a good time. Melissa, if you're
0: listening, I had a great time. But I was (laughs) like, what the hell is going on? I was like, back to the kilt, anyone?
1: Yeah, let's go back to the place that really provides a customer experience.
0: I want to kilt that (laughs) kilt. Um, Oh, I did have a... the best overheard this year yeah. bu- uh, this uh, past week but also a fail because Uh-oh. they were getting into their car so I couldn't hear the end of the sentence
1: <gasps> oh no I'm
0: walking beans uh-huh. past a liquor store yes it's in the morning okay and these two women go past me and literally one of them says "Oh, where it one of them says so we googled why does my penis smell like cheese and <laughs> and she closed the door no yes
1: oh so we googled why does my
0: penis smell like cheese and and i was like i can't believe like i want to go knock on her window
1: yeah just be like i need the second half i need this i need this please well that's i was looking up stuff online today and i saw this article on buzzfeed about how there's this trend or was this trend on tiktok of um guys putting shit on their balls because some girl posted an article from like 2012 or something or 2013. It's like a study that said testicles have taste buds. Yes, I've heard of this. Yeah, and so guys are putting like soy sauce on their balls being like, I can taste the salt. Wait, (laughs) but is it
0: scientifically proven? I am so intrigued. We should take these balls foraging.
1: Right, exactly. Well, the girl that wrote this article on BuzzFeed like contacted a doctor who like spoke out about this and was like, your body has taste buds all over it what? but that doesn't mean you're actually going to taste if you put something on it cuz i guess or it's like, like your like,
0: brain won't register what you're tasting. Yeah,
1: there's something there's it's for like fertility purposes or something. It's very uh, it's like an overview. It's not a very in-depth article. And so that's why he's like there's no way that guys can taste what they're putting on their balls. Oh my god. But yeah, just another reason for me to kind of avoid TikTok. How so. is that not a cooking competition? Oh, right right uh-huh yeah i mean the only thing that i kind of did closely i remember harley and i did a video where it's like what is that but we had to blindfoldedly sit on something yep, i remember those and he was so good at it that it <laughs> yeah. pissed me off yeah it, he would it'd be like a ballpoint pen uh this brand yeah he'd be like a bic ballpoint pen uh in blue <laughs> and i'd be like um, you motherfucker spe- do you
0: watch project runway now yes do you find it interesting that the massive cash prize is being provided by an erasable, erasable pen company? Is that true? I guess I miss the it
1: intro all I the time. I think I'm
0: thinking of um, uh, Project Runway where they'll be like, and $100,000 provided by blah, 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 erasable pens. I was like... <laughs>
1: (laughs) how are they making so much money like how can they part with that much money I I don't know I always I feel like Project Runway has always had weird sponsorships yes I remember in the beginning it being like the grand prize was like 25 grand or something oh I all those shows even like all the competition shows I remember like
0: even Drag Race yeah where I'd be like wait a second all of a sudden season 3 it's a hundred grand yeah like I came in here blind I had the hardest season of all
1: exactly I feel like they they realized that the amount of money people were spending to compete didn't uh, right. equate what they were winning at the end of the day. Absolutely. Um, but I have been seeing this has been bothering me a little bit. OK, tell me that I've been going through next door trying to find some gems. I'm still locked out. It's it's not that great, to be very honest, lately. It's mm. it's actually being used for the purpose that it was designed for. Oh, gross. I know. But I have seen because they now have like advertising on it. But I saw someone advertising um, for a new medical Show that they were like working on that they okay. were like seeking people with uh skin problems for a new medical reality show. And I was like, I don't like this, that this is becoming like a Craigslist. Wait, yeah, this
0: is not a uh, Craigslist mm-hmm. like audition casting place. Yeah,
1: and then I saw like down a little bit that it's someone that's saying like I need extra work, and I got so mad, and then I read it closely and I realized it was I need extra work. Oh like I need <laughs> if you need something painted Actual or extra moving, work, I was like, I like like threw my phone down i was like this is becoming disgusting i don't like this but there was an actual sponsored ad that showed up today that's for lower and it's a, oh. it like you know like the instagram in feed sponsorships like this shows up now too and it's all about like if you owe less than blah 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 and live in los angeles they can help you pay off your home asap but then they put a photo with it and it's just a boston terrier wearing a bush costume like an actual (laughs) fake bush like a ghillie suit with little like rain boots on its legs like a a terracotta pot and I have this is for this lower my bills website, and I do not understand did the you, correlation. Did you get your
0: bills lowered by pimping out your dog? I don't
1: understand it. However, they did create so much interest that I was like, I would, I yeah. need to see what
0: this is about. I think that's actually a great tactic for any type of boring ad. Yeah, you know, where yeah. it's just like, do you do you have health insurance? I would ignore that for eight hundred years uh-huh. unless it was also, you know, a chihuahua dressed as a doctor.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a chihuahua. <laughs> and I'd be like, yes. A Jamal with a stethoscope just putting it up to someone. Where do I write my check to? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh exactly. my god, I love that. <laughs> oh, it's so silly.
0: Have you guys ever not been so sure what your dog's breed is? I mean, yeah. I'm told that Beans is Chihuahua and Jolo squinkly, but there's got to be some fruit bat in there. Well, I want to get to the bottom of it, so I am going to test her breed with Embark. Embark is the dog DNA breed and health kit. It's so cool. They send it to you in the mail. You do a little swab action. You send it back in, and you can learn all kinds of things, not only what your dog's breed is, but also if it has any like great grandparents or other relatives in the Embark system. Oh, my God beans what if you have a rich uncle this could be our out but it's not just testing for your dog's breed and bark also screens for over hundred and seventy plus genetic health conditions so you can make sure that you are providing the best care for your best friend Possible, Developed by all kinds of smart people with PhDs and veterinarians, and it's the most accurate breed identification on the market. Embark is more than twice as precise as the next competitor. I'll take that. Now, as far as the actual test itself goes, it's so easy. You get this kit, they give you this swab, so you gotta get up in there and get some saliva from your dog, put it back into this little vial, pop it into the bag, and send it back. It's that simple. Do you guys want to try it? Well, you know we're going to hook it up. Right now, Embark has an exclusive offer you can't get anywhere else. You go to EmbarkVet.com now and use the promo code TMGW to save 15% off your dog DNA test. (laughs) That is, visit EmbarkVet.com and use promo code TMGW to save 15% off your dog kit. Use it. Show us the results. Let's get down to the bottom of it. Beans, you're going to have a lot of explaining to do. I went, uh, I felt like a dumbass last week. I went to a Zumba class. Ooh, fun. And I, it was one I hadn't been to before and I was doing my thing, you know. Uh-huh. So it was like ladies I didn't know. Yeah. And then this one woman, like we're getting started and it's just like, you know, okay, we're going to go uh, yeah. getting into a song before we start the moves. Yeah. And she's clapping. <laughs> so offbeat. Like, un- <laughs> like I couldn't clap that offbeat
1: on purpose yeah wow she's
0: clapping and like it's not helping anyone we're all thrown <laughs> off she like looks around and i give her a scowl uh-huh and then realize she's a casting director that <gasps> i like audition for all the time
1: <laughs> and i was like fuck oh perfect she deserved that well that's like the guy in the only zumba class that i took with you was that one man that came in late and mm-hmm. he was so into it he was like a like a Richard Simmons so into it and Ugh. he was clapping so offbeat that I loved it because it made me feel like I wasn't the no, worst one there it drives me crazy
0: <laughs> I'm like just don't clap at all yeah do you
1: re- do you think you're
0: on beat no one else is clapping yeah yeah, yeah you're yeah. not the designated clapper Ugh. you know I did take a class from Richard Simmons
1: oh Slimmons at Slimmons yeah I uh, I think you told me about that um yeah I have does he still do those no one's seen Richard Simmons in like three years. Right, that's that podcast. That's yeah. all about Where's Richard Simmons? But it was really great because Slimmons
0: uh, was his... I guess aerobic studio mm-hmm. in Beverly Hills. Yeah, when we went, everything was in pristine shape. Like it, like honestly, like had been abandoned wow. for thirty years. Nothing was was different. It was perfect. But he had this option to come an hour early and just mm-hmm. do like a group chat. Wow, like almost like a Weight Watchers meeting. So mm-hmm. of course I was like, "Fuck yes, I'm going to go do yeah. that. I want FaceTime with." with yeah. Simmons you know like everyone else is just come in just to get like the photo op at a rose class right. and so I'll never forget it it was like 8am on a Saturday morning I sat there and listened to Richard talk in detail about how the previous night he'd made a lasagna and <laughs> substituted the noodles with um, thinly sliced squashes. <laughs> and I was just like, I would listen to this podcast uh, all fucking day. See, when
1: Richard Simmons does it, it's great. When DMX does it, not uh, so much. No. Nah. You got to know your audience. I
0: would listen to DMX talk about food.
1: Yeah, I would listen to a controlled environment of him giving a talk about something like Wait, that. But hold on. Huh. I was Googling DMX facts uh-huh. and stuff
0: <laughs> before you got here to be like, if there's anything. Have you seen... There's an interview with DMX. It's uh-huh. two minutes long. It's at an airport. It's TMZ where they decide to ask him if he's ever eaten dog food. What? And he goes, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and He's just like, they go like DMX, we know you love your dogs and like you care a lot uh-huh. about food um, and you know, like get at me dogs, all that stuff. Like, yeah. have you ever? And he goes, eating dog food? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's dog so great. Food, yeah,
0: and then they're like, "Well, if you had to like survive on dog food, uh, what kind would it be?" He goes, "Well, I'm not gonna lie, the canned stuff smells the best." <laughs> and then he oh, keeps talking, oh. and he's like, "You know, but for nutrition and stuff, it probably needs to be like an Ames." Like he's just talking <laughs> oh. in depth about like what kind of dog food he would eat if he had wow. to. And I'm like, who is this TMZ reporter? Yeah. A, who decided this is what they were going to ask him. And B, how did they catch DMX in the best mood ever? Yeah. To not be like, get the fuck out of my face. I just landed <laughs> at the airport and you're asking me if I've ever eaten dog food.
1: <laughs> well, they got him with a, a topic of conversation that he's well versed in and has thoughts about. He loved it. <laughs> did you see that um, House Hunters had a thruple episode?
0: No, really?
1: Yeah, on a recent episode of House Hunters, they had a certified Thrupple looking for a home. Wow! Yeah, it's called Three's a Crowd in Colorado Springs. And was it two women and a guy, two guys and a woman? What what was it? A married couple, Brian and Lori, Uh and Jelly, which is short for Angelica, who they met at a bar. Ooh! And they're a throuple. Brian and Lori have two kids previously. I mean, like, I think they're like teenagers or about to be teenagers. And they did a uh, commitment ceremony, the three of them in Aruba, (gasps) like a few months before this episode. It's just I had fascinating to me
0: out with a friend last week Uh who was like, uh, you know, I'm dating. I'm doing this. Oh, and I'm also in a thruple. Well,
1: how do you and I I don't, like
0: when did it throw up what well, i mean like no judgment guys no. we're not saying this from a place of judgment i'm
1: fascinated by the emotional dynamic right. i know that i i'm too do you have stunted. Your fave? i'm too stunted and emotionally insecure to be able to handle that type right. of situation but i know people that have and can well this person was more just like it's fun being the guest star yeah yeah <laughs> and i'm like well, see i could do that
0: if i was just the adored one right but like do i have to like uh, think both of
1: you are equally as hot wait so how did that did you watch the episode i didn't watch the episode but i read uh, articles about it they ended up choosing a house that was above their budget but they all mutually agreed yeah they have three incomes yeah they have three incomes but this was above their budget and they all agreed that they like the view of the mountain
0: okay well well, they all fuck
1: well they all fuck wherever they want yeah so HGTV is like expanding they're doing it yeah good for
0: them I saw on the opposite end of the spectrum Uh um, so Saturday no Sunday morning before we did our perv stream Uh you know I was watching Food Network Mm -hmm. which, which like randomly Hannah Hart came on the episode I was watching classic drop in but then I started watching an episode of do you know the host the pioneer woman
1: yes oh I started watching some of her the other day when we were we were in some hotel room and i turned it on and i was like yeah she's
0: really mastered the art of just smiling constantly yes yes she has like <laughs> i remember i was going to do the Today show for the first time uh-huh. and getting drunk the night before with my friend and PR person and her having to be like, hey, just smile all the time, like even when you it's not a smiling moment. And me getting drunk, I was drunk and already uh-huh. nervous and being like, do I not smile? And her being like, no, your
1: concentration face looks kind of mean. Like just smile. That's what Rachel Ray says. Rachel Ray says one of the biggest uh, pieces of advice she ever got was to smile, like while she's chopping, chopping. even doing mundane yes. things, because when you're not smiling, it mm-hmm. just looks off. It looks crazy.
0: So Pioneer Woman has mastered that. But yeah. so like the whole concept of this show is that she really does live on a ranch. Yes. Her husband is in like cattle and <laughs> farm. And but I didn't know how much she fucking talks about it. Constantly. Cowboys. OK, yeah. so. In this episode, she's preparing some breakfast burritos because he's leaving with Uh his brother to go do like a a cattle drive thing Uh early, early, and this will save her from having to get up that early in the morning and cook. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm like, "Bitch, tell him to go to McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. Like, you don't have to get up at 4 a.m. to make him breakfast burritos." Uh But so anyway, she we see like him come by her Uh husband named Lad. She gives like a cooler of breakfast burritos and is like, "Y'all cowboys have fun, honey, right?" And then. Then later in the episode, it cuts to him actually cowboying yeah, and rounding up pregnant cows oh. and being like, we're testing to see which ones are pregnant. The rest of them will sell. Like being Jeez. very like fucking like, like cut and dry about cows like being like first we'll inseminate these guys and then we'll (laughs) slaughter the other ones and then and then he goes what do you guys say about some burritos (laughs) it's just like why do I came here to watch you cook food not to hear about how they're gonna sell the the unpregnant cows
1: they're like lad okay we're gonna do a quick scene with you just talk some cattle stuff and then just get to you're gonna have burritos
0: (laughs) just Just get to and so anyway we just slaughtered those cows I'm getting hungry for some burritos Burritos. Speaking of slaughtering, I could really,
1: I could really kill burrito. these
0: burritos. It was so weird, and then I watched the next episode, which was he was out of town or something, mm-hmm. and she was gonna cook uh, a meal and have girlfriends over yeah and like a couple cocktails so anyway oh no on the previous one she was made a pot roast for him okay and she was making like the the jus or whatever with like red wine and this and that and she literally says like don't tell Lad I'm putting in a cup of wine in here (laughs) and I was like (laughs) what but anyway she makes she's making this like a marinated shrimp ceviche thing Uh to eat with tortilla chips for her girlfriends and she's very much smiling like crazy on like Uh it's so much more fun to cook for your girlfriends than a bunch of cowboys. Like, I'm thinking the new drinking game is watch that show and drink every time she says cowboys.
1: Oh, 100%. And she is
0: so fucking pleased that she is married to a cowboy. She's the pioneer woman. So anyway, I wrote down the exact quote (laughs) as she's cooking and saying like how fun it is that Uh she's cooking for girlfriends. And she says, it's always fun to have girls over more so than like cowboys. I don't know why cowboys are so limited in the food they like. (laughs) Cowboy Josh, who I'm assuming is her son, (laughs) Cowboy Josh would no more eat a tortilla chip with marinated shrimp on top than he would drive a compact car. What? What? Okay, she said a- cowboys four times in that set, three times in that sentence and basically uh. was like Basically saying, like, if I served my son, my cowboy son, a tortilla chip with shrimp, he would be like, this is gay.
1: Yeah, this is, (laughs) I feel like she's a 1950s, like, robot. It scared me. Yeah, it's, I think I saw an episode where she was going to a girlfriend's house who was throwing, like, a dinner party. So she's going to make this big spread for the dinner party. But then she got obsessed with the idea of making a hostess gift. So she made an entire, like, gift basket of, like, not just food candles and like things for this woman's home and I'm like this is a little insulting that you're giving this yes. woman like here's how you can make your house better the oh, situation my God. and she talked about it as if this was a standard thing that everyone has to do all the time and no. I was like this is very backwards it to was me. crazy
0: the girlfriends came over and one of them was single and she was like are you into cowboys? <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, I uh, just uh, be, oh. let us know if
0: you're okay, Pioneer Woman. Yes, yes. Just yes. let us know if you're okay. However, wow. the you know the food and the drinks look delicious. Yeah, I mean she does make good looking food. I have been craving a breakfast burrito ever since. So it worked. It worked. Wow, <sighs> guys, we really did this. We really did it. And Grace is headed. Well, no, when you hear this one, yeah, Grace is in London. I
1: will be on my way to London. That's why we shot long episodes that were breaking into two parts over the, the two weeks. Um, but also a quick reminder guys we're doing two live shows that are coming up Uh, we're doing one in Cincinnati and we're doing one in Nashville yes come hang out with us we're gonna be in Cincinnati April 5th April fifteenth, okay. yeah, fifteenth, fifteenth will be in Cincinnati, <laughs> and then, and then the very next night, yeah, sixteenth will be in Nashville at Zany's, and they're both eighteen and
0: up shows, so mm-hmm. even if you aren't legal to drink yet, you can still come, laugh it up, get your
1: tickets. They're going quick, yeah. Uh. Also, um, go check out Patreon.com/slash. This might get weird if you want to go hang out with some fun friends over there. That plug made me out of breath. Yeah, yeah, I could tell. <laughs> this has been a whirlwind of an episode, wow. you guys. Um, This got weird. Mm -hmm.
2: This might get weird.